Welcome back to Short Sets with Sam. Welcome back, dear listeners. Today is a little bit different. We've got Kurt back on the podcast and, as always, Kate, who's running the show. So we'll kind of put out a bit of a question. We might get Kurt's thoughts. We'll get my thoughts. Kurt and I agree probably on 90% of things, so it'll be interesting to see. Can we finally have a disagreement? I'm looking forward to it. And and then we'll get Kate, who can bring us back down to earth as well and, and actually give us the practical side of things. Should we just get into the question? Looking forward to it. Sure. Well, it's a pretty general one, so we'll see what direction it goes. But I do get asked this every day or every second day. And the question is, how often should I strength train? Well, that is actually a really good question, Sam. That is a question I get asked often as well. But, you know, the real key to success in strength training is consistency. You know, I want people to think long-term. Consistency emphasizes the long-term dedication to your training program. And here's why consistency trumps frequency in strength training. Strength training is not a quick fix. It requires time and patience to see significant improvement. By consistently sticking to your training program, and training programs is something we probably do a whole podcast on, I think, Sam, but not today. You know. <laughs> anyway, by consistently sticking to your training program, you'll progressively overload your muscles, which leads to growth and strength improvements over time. But I suppose more importantly, consistency leads to habit formation. Being consistent with your training, you'll create a sustainable routine that will become a new habit. And what this is going to do is it's going to make it easier for you to maintain your fitness level and continue progressing. Also, consistency allows time for your body to recover and the time it needs to adapt to the stress of strength training. Over time, body will become more efficient at repairing muscle tissue, which will lead to better strength gains. But this next point, I guess, is the most important. Staying consistent with your training program reduces your risk of injury. Now, let's face it, if you're injured, how often can you train? Not very often at all, right? So, how many people do you know have done this? They've gone on holidays or they've been sick for one or two weeks, and then they've got this little bit of guilt inside of them, and then they come back to training and they try and make up for two weeks of training in one session. It's an absolute disaster. It's a recipe for overtraining, and it really increases your chance of risk. I guess why this happens is these people don't have a training program, they don't have a coach, and they're not actually doing their slow progression over time. So they're just randomly selecting exercises, and then they overdo it. But having a consistent program, you don't fall into that trap. And finally, I want to touch on motivation and mindset. Consistency helps to establish a real positive mindset and a sense of accomplishment. As you see yourself progressing over time, your motivation continues to increase, reinforcing your commitment to your fitness journey. So while frequency or how often you should train is a really important aspect of strength training, consistency is the real key to long-term success. So Sam, what is your thoughts on this before we go on to how often we should strength train? (laughs) Well, you've hit the nail on the head with that magic word, consistency, because as we all know, I can't tell you how many perfect programs I've written for myself and I've spent more time thinking about my training than doing training. It's a common pitfall 
and downfall for me because I like thinking about training, probably even more so than doing training. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose I'll start answering your question now about how often you strength train. And then I think I'm going to get to start with a high level overview. And then maybe later on, we can get into some more specific examples. Let's hear it. How's that sound? Sounds good. Hit me. So how often you should strength train depends on a number of factors. There is no one size fits all. And that is why it's so important that you get yourself a skilled coach to help you create a training program because everyone is different. It really depends on things like your training history and your experience. Are you a beginner? Are you experienced at having strength training or have, you know, have you been doing it for a while? What are your goals? And also, how much time do you have available? You know, there is no point telling someone to train four or five times a week if they've got a 70 hour a week job, they're highly stressed out, they're not sleeping well. It just does not make sense. And of course, there are probably so many other factors that will contribute to how often someone should train. But that's again, it's really important that you have a coach. You talk about your lifestyle and come up with a really good training program that determines the frequency of your training. You probably should start off with, um, I would recommend, two to three times a week. This is going to give your body enough time to recover between each session, while also helping you gradually build your strength and avoiding injury. So that's really important, is avoiding injury. Because again, as I mentioned earlier, if you're injured, you cannot train. For those who are more experienced, potentially training somewhere between three to five times a week might be fine, providing that individual still has enough time to recover between sessions. You know, we should spend a whole podcast just talking about recovery. It's such an important aspect of this whole journey that most people forget about. You know, recovery is crucial to muscle growth and strength development. And also, your goals play an important role in how you should strength train. You know, are you aiming to build muscle and strength? You know, if that's the case, you want to train more often. Or are you just aiming to basically maintain your muscle mass? You might be able to get away with training less often, providing you are consistent. See, that consistency always comes back. You know, I've touched on this a little bit earlier. We can't forget about time constraints. You know, I just talked about that guy working 70 hours a week. You know, even if you're short on time, you can still make progress by training just once a week, especially if you're doing things like full body workouts. Yeah, fair enough. The progress may be slower, but you're still going to make progress. So do not let time stop you from starting a strength program. Once a week consistently is a hundred times better than doing nothing at all. And at the end of the day, it really is essential to listen to your body and adjust your training. Your body tells you what you need to do. If you're feeling tired and stressed and things like that, sometimes train less. And when I say this, I still mean turn to training, but instead of doing an hour, maybe get away with 30, 40 minutes. Okay, because that consistency, that routine is so important. So balance out your training with proper recovery. You know, it's the key to minimizing your risk of injury and maximizing your progress. So find out what works best for you and keep striving for those gains. What do you reckon, Sam? Yeah, absolutely. And I reckon we'll maybe discuss a couple of those points because I guess I'm thinking of that quote and Kate, correct me if I'm wrong because it's coming to my head right now, but it goes something like people overestimate what they can achieve in a month and underestimate what they can achieve in a year. 
And it's not so much about how many sessions you train in a week, but how much you train over a month, over two months, over three months that really makes a difference. And what Kurt said was really emphasizing what is the goal because it can be more time efficient and train, I guess, appropriately to your goals. I like Dan John saying of kind of what's your point A, where you are now? What's your point B, where you want to go? And then you can sort of think about what's what's the most streamlined way to get there. And some of the constraints Kurt mentioned, like there's no one way about it. Say you have 60 minutes a week you can train. You know, my suggestion would, would be more doing three 20-minute sessions a week. You can achieve so much just training a couple of full-body movements. There's so many ways about it. And I guess earlier today I was looking at our member base. So we have a, just over 100 members here. And I think about 75% of them do train twice a week. And that's that's their main, I guess, goal and our main model just because it fits in with their life. Most members here are, you know, everyday people, just want to be stronger, fitter, healthier. But then they also have work, kids, life, all those other demands. So they, we find two-week seems to be the sweet spot where most people can be consistent with and make a ton of progress over time. Those members that are doing three times a week and or just training three times a week in general, they do achieve the results faster. The ones that are training once a week, you notice it is slower. In terms of minimal effective dose, two a week is, is a really ideal amount, it's particularly if you have a lot going on in your life and who doesn't. But the reality is most of the answers to these questions are always gray and it, it really just depends on, I guess, what are your goals. I, I think what you said there about the minimal effective dose most of our clients, they're professionals, they work long hours, you know, so what they do here at Adaptive Strength has to enhance their life. And that doing twice a week generally is the minimum amount that can enhance their life without taking away from their life. So they're not pulling up sore and fatigued and things like that. So they actually can have a good quality time with their family. They've got energy for when they work because they're professionals, they need to be able to strive their best there as well. So... I think that's a nice, nice dose for most people, you know, especially around age group of clientele is that twice a week. Yeah. So there you go. We're giving a black and white answer. So he, just do this. Just do this, folks. Train twice a week, strength train, full body. That could be as simple as doing three movements each session that cover your whole body and then walk every day, you know, get a, get your steps in and voila. <laughs> so, so I think easy. <laughs> Let, let's get a little bit more specific. Uh-huh. Let's think about the beginner, they've never strength trained before in, in their life. So mm-hmm. they're about to start, you know, so how often should they train? I would personally recommend that two to three times a week. We just talked about that just now, right? Mm-hmm. Because this basically will allow them to gradually build up their strength. They'll learn proper lifting technique and they're going to avoid injury, you know, all while giving the muscles enough time to recover between each session. As you begin your strength training program, it is so essential to focus on learning the correct technique or the correct form for the exercises while you're building a solid foundation. And that is why here at Adaptive Strength, we have the foundation program. You know, it's all new members must do it. It's our four-week program, which focuses on learning correct lifting technique and building that solid foundation. You know, it's really there to set our clients up for success. Do you want to talk about Yeah, that? I, I guess this would be a side discussion too, but I'll, I'll, I won't go on too much of a tangent, but it's kind of that idea of just approaching your training as a practice to get better as opposed to working out. So the goal of the session, you can really achieve everything if you just approach it as a, as a skill to be learned. And so when you come into train, it's, 
you don't worry too much about how sweaty you're getting, but you just focus on trying to lift a little bit better or, or feel a little bit more engaged in your muscles throughout the body. Focus on approaching training as a, as a practice to get better. You know, you, you don't need to worry too much about how hard or how something's feeling because you're going to get better. You've gone from doing nothing to doing something. And that actually, the best time to train is when you're a beginner because you just get, you just get stronger no matter what you do, really. So resets and reps and, and exercises don't matter as much as you think at the beginning, as long as you're smart about it and you approach training with that mindset of wanting to practice to get better. Because you'll find once you hit that intermediate advanced stage, you have to get a little bit more fancy. You don't get those beginner gains as much. So things get a little bit more interesting. And the beginner gain, gains are <laughs> great, especially if you yeah. progress them at a nice steady pace. They're going to get a consistent um, gain as they progress for, you know, six to 12 months quite easily mm. sort of thing. But, you know, if they're only doing, say, twice a week, I guess for the beginner, they will really want to incorporate the big compound exercises into their training program. You know, things like the squat, the deadlift, the Turkish get-up, pull-ups, rows. You know, this is like a really smart and time-efficient way to work out multiple muscle groups and build some really functional strength. So if you've only got a short time to train, it's really important that you be very smart about how you program so you get that maximum benefit from it, basically. Now, as well, if you haven't done exercise for a long time, or even everyone really needs to prioritize, doing warm-ups and cool-downs. You know, we always talk about the strength training, but how you warm up and how you cool down, you know, plays a significant factor in how you're actually going to make progress. And it's a good way to pay attention to the signals within your body. You know, if you're experiencing excessive soreness or fatigue, you know, make sure you have more time to recover. But better still, talk to your coach because there's so many variables that the coach can change. The coach can change the sets, the rep, the load, things like that to help you so you don't pull up so sore, don't pull up so fatigued, so you actually enjoy coming to training that two to three times a week. You know, as you become more experienced and your body adapts to the training, the soreness and fatigue will get less anyway. So lastly, as you're a beginner, for everyone, it's crucial to combine strength training with adequate, adequate nutrition, hydration, sleep, you know, all these things will support your recovery and your overall health, you know, because how well you recover has a major impact on how well you train. Sam? Yeah, I think that pretty much covers all. So just to summarize, it's kind of hitting home on just trying to aim to be that magic word consistent with that two times a week training your full body, which was those, those sort of big compound movements Kurt mentioned, which was, I guess, some sort of squatting movement, some sort of hip hinging movement, which we'll, we'll expand on these, I guess, another time, especially if these are new, new words to you, but pushing something, pulling something, carrying something, you know, every exercise in the world can basically be summed up into those six, you know, five to six categories. So yeah, it, it, it can be, I guess we're big fans of doing simple programs and just being consistent with them and just gradually progressing them over time. Doesn't, doesn't need to be too fancy.